Hello and welcome to Duffy's Tavern from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's Wednesday night, so we take you now to Duffy's Tavern with our guest tonight, Dorothy Shea, and starring Archie himself, Ed Gardner. <laughs> Duffy's Tavern is brought to you by Vitalis for well-groomed hair and Truche, the hand lotion with the beforehand extra. Here is better care for your hands than you ever dreamed possible. It's with Truche. Truche, the really different hand lotion. Anytime you put on creamy, fragrant Truche, you'll find your hands will look and feel softer and smoother. But because Truche is so different, with a unique beforehand extra, you can guard your hands against chapping, too. Put Truche on before you do dishes or before you go outdoors. And as long as Truche is on your hands, you will be guarded against chapping. Water chapping as well as weather chapping. So get Truche. Use it for all your lotion needs. Really, you can keep your hands softer, smoother, lovelier if you begin today to use Truche. Hello. Dubbin's Tavern, where they'll eat meat to eat. Ada the waiter speaking. Oh, hello, Mr. Duffy. I want to thank you for your Christmas present and lovely cigarette lighter. Yeah, very thoughtful inscription, too. Close cover before striking. <laughs> well, Mr. Archie, well, he's in the back room brooding. Yeah, brooding. Well, with him, it's always one of three things. Money, women, or both. <laughs> huh? Oh, hold on, she's right here. Uh, Miss Duffy. Uh, thanks, Eddie. Hello, Papa. This is your daughter, Miss Duffy. What, Papa? Archie? Don't worry, he won't sulk for long. Not with Dorothy Shea coming here tonight. Dorothy Shea, the Park Avenue hillbilly singer. Yeah. Sort of a cross between Hildegard and Judy Canova. <laughs> what does she look like? Oh, brunette. Beautiful figure, wonderful voice. You know, the kind that are a dime a dozen. <laughs> huh? Uh, oh, all right. I'll see if I can find out what's wrong with him. Goodbye, Papa. Hey, Eddie, is Archie still in the back room? Yeah, still in the back room. What's eating him? In that back room, it could be anything. <laughs> No, no, I mean, I mean, what's worrying him? I don't know. 
Might be that newspaper article. What article? The one about the tax increase for people who make over $80,000 a year. <laughs> yeah, but why would that worry him? He only makes $15 a week. Yeah, but he claims it'll kill his incentive. <laughs> You know, I never saw him in a mood like this. It must be something serious. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's been awful quiet in that back room. You don't think he'd committed suicide? On Papa's time, he wouldn't dare. <laughs> well, let's see if we can get him out of there. Okay. Archie! Archie! He won't answer. I got an idea. Uh, Mr. Archie! Uh, guess what? The termites just ate up the health inspector. Archie! Archie, surprise! The cabin's burning down! I think I got the one. Hey, boss, did you hear the news? Mr. Duffy just dropped dead. Eddie, please quit trying to cheer me up. Look, <laughs> <laughs> you two, there ain't nothing nobody can do for me. I prefer to bear me anguish in silence. When a man finds out that he's been nurturing a serpent amidst his monks, and when that serpent turns on him like a viper, what is left but the protective wing of Nirvana? It's an old saying from Bartlett's quotation. Miss Archie, what's all this about? I ain't talking. What's wrong with you? Stuffy, I told you. I ain't talking. Just like a man. What do you mean? At least when a woman has a secret, she's got the decency not to keep it to herself. Good night. Look, Eddie. I'm a pretty decent sort, ain't I? Uh-huh. I go through life not hurting nobody, helping people when I can, don't I? Well... And what do I get? Retribution. Suddenly a thing comes along like this and it destroys me faith in human mankind. For goodness sake, man, tell me, what is it? I ain't talking. <laughs> Mr. Archie, please, out with it. Well... It's my best friend, Clifton Finnegan. What did he do to you? You want to know? Yeah. About as lousy a trick as one friend ever played on another. What did he do? He didn't send me a Christmas card. <laughs> and after all I've done for that Finnegan, when we was together at PS4, who was it learned him how to play hooky? <laughs> how to roll with the punch when the teacher belts you? How to wear a dunce cap at a rakish angle. How to sleep with your eyes open in class. In short, all the useful bits of knowledge that go into making a liberal education. I've watched over him like a mother hawk. Who was it learned him all about the birds and the bees? You did? Of course. Well, no wonder he blushes every time he passes a canary. <laughs> Here he comes now. You can express me sentiments to him, Eddie. I'll be in the back room until the crumb departs. Okay. Uh, oh, Eddie. Give me a glass of beer. Yeah. I thought you don't drink. I don't. I want to cry in it. What's your trouble? Eddie, never mention Christmas to me again. What's the matter? Now, did someone tell you that there ain't no Santa Claus? Uh, don't be silly, Eddie. I've known that ever since I was a kid of 21. <laughs> oh, it's about me best friend, Archie. What'd he do to you? You want to know? Yeah. 
About as lousy a trick as one friend ever played on another. What did he do? I ain't talking. <laughs> oh, come on. Out with it. What did he do? He didn't send me a Christmas card. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. When I think of all the things I've done for that guy, to all the things I've learned him, how to start a fire by rubbing two matches together. <laughs> How to make snakes out of horse hairs. How to hold your breath till your face turns purple. Another thing. Who taught him about the birds and the bees? You taught him about the birds and the bees? Exactly. He was such a dope, though, that he got him mixed up with men and women. <laughs> and to think, to think. He didn't even send me a Christmas card, and after all I've done for him... I say, Eddie. Oh. Is a certain uncouth person still here? Eddie, tell him I'm just as cooth as he is. <laughs> Says he's just as cooth as you are. Even couther. Even couther. <laughs> you see, Eddie, that's gratitude. After all I've done for that guy. Well, Eddie, tell him I've done plenty for him, too. Eddie, tell him I've done twice as much for him as he ever did for me. Oh, yeah? Tell him I've done three times as much. Oh, yeah? Tell him I've done four times as much. Oh, yeah? I've done... Uh... Eddie, tell him not to flaunt his education in me first. <laughs> Look, uh, Eddie, remind me to put up a sign that says, This bar only opened to people. <laughs> well, if the management is going to get fussy, I can take my loafing elsewhere Goodbye, Eddie. Mr. Archer, now, don't you think you're being a little child? Now, look, you mind your own business, will you? But don't yell at me. I sent you a Christmas card. I'm sorry, Eddie. A thing like this is a burden that's hard for a man to brunt. Hello, Archie. Oh, hello, Joe. Hello, Eddie. Good evening, Mr. Miranda. Well, thank you for your Christmas card. Oh, did you like it? Yes, I love that sentiment. You know, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. And remember, there's not a single drop of mineral oil in Vitalis. <laughs> I'm glad you liked it, Eddie. I thought it was very original. Yeah, sure was. Didn't get another one like it. <laughs> uh, look, do you guys mind if I get in a word edgewise here? What, what do you want to say, Arch? Just wanted you to know that I'm very depressed. What's the matter? I ain't talking. <laughs> Eddie, what's wrong with him? Oh, he's sulking. Look, Mr. Rand, now you're the old friend. Why don't you try to cheer him up? Okay, Eddie. Arch, did you hear the good news? What? The Vitalis 60-second workout stimulates the scalp. Oh, really? Yeah, it gives it that wonderful, refreshing, tingling sensation. Uh-huh. And not only that, but Vitalis also routes loose dandruff and helps check excessive falling hair. Sorry, Joe, but I'm past cheering up. <laughs> well, things just can't be that bad, Arch. Here, here, let me tell you a funny story. It seems there were these two Irishmen, Pat and Mike. So Pat says to Mike, Begora, did you know that Vitalis tames down dry, hard to manage hair? <laughs> so Mike comes right back and he says to Pat, Sure, and Vitalis in the famous 60-second workout keeps hair handsome and healthy looking. <laughs> so Pat says to Mike, he says, You mean, Begora, that it gives hair that well-groomed look without a greasy patent leather shine? So Mike says, <laughs> and get this, Arch, he says, well, why not? 
There is not a single drop of mineral oil in Vitalis. <laughs> you feeling a little better, Arch? I ain't talking. <laughs> Didn't like it, huh? Well, maybe it's me mood, Joe. Well, I'll try you with another one, please. I told you, I ain't in the mood tonight. Well, this one might put you in the mood, Arch. Uh, it's about a traveling salesman. Oh. <laughs> well, this one sounds a little better, anyhow. Yeah, yeah. Well, you see, this uh, traveling salesman went up to this farmhouse uh-huh. and peeked in the window. Yeah. And guess what he saw? A big, lovely, beautiful bottle of Italian. Eddie, give me the bung starter. Well, now, now, wait a minute, Arch. I'm just trying to cheer you up. You want to cheer me up? Yeah. Blow. Eddie, where's Archie? You mean Pagliasa? Well, he's back in the back room again. Still brooding? Yeah, I'm worried about him, too. He just sit there staring at the wall. The wall with the Esquire calendar? That's what worried me. He's staring at the other wall. He must be in bad shape. Well, whatever they on him, here come the cure. Eddie, is that Dorothy Shay? Nobody else. Uh, good evening, Miss Shay. I'm Miss Duffy, the daughter of the place. Oh, how do you do? Likewise, I'm sure. Is Archie around? He's in the back room. I'll tell him you're here. Well, wait just a second. Tell me about him. What's he like? Don't get in a taxi with him. <laughs> <laughs> a real wolf, huh? He created the character. <laughs> well, I've met a lot of men like that. Yeah, but the ones you've met only had two hands. You know what the girls on 3rd Avenue call this one? <laughs> no, what? The octopus. <laughs> Maybe I'd better get out of here. Why? Well, you're a woman. Don't you get a little tired of men chasing you all the time? Huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's terrible. Just because you whistle at them, they think they own you. <laughs> Why, it's getting so bad a girl ain't safe on the street after four in the morning. <laughs> Men are so stupid. If they'd only realize that they're much more attractive to a girl when they're aloof and indifferent. You're so right. And now you're sure this Archie is a well. You don't have to take my word for it. Ask anybody. Eddie, tell her about him. You mean the chicken inspector? <laughs> yeah. Well, Miss Shay, the only time that man didn't go for a skirt was the day the Scotch regiment marched past the tavern. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Yeah, you come out the back room now. That's Archie? Yeah. Watch your footwork. <laughs> well, I might as well get it over with. Good evening, Archie. Hmm? I'm Dorothy Shea. So what? <laughs> well, this is a nice reception. Uh, do you mind if I sit down? No, go ahead if you feel like it. Maybe he's just a slow starter. Uh, why don't you sit down here next to me? Why should I? Well, I thought maybe we could be friends. Friends? Don't mention a word to me. Look, Miss Shea, if you came in here to partake of the refreshment, feel free to do so. Otherwise, 
consider our interest a Sunday. <laughs> Archie, are you always like this? Always like what? Oh, so aloof, so indifferent. I ain't saying I am, and I ain't saying that I ain't. Well, this is interesting. Not to me. <laughs> Miss Archie, you feeling all right? Take a look. So what? So she's beautiful. So what? My, my. And this from a man who breaks out in a cold sweat when he looks at a picture of Cash Daly. <laughs> look, Eddie, I ain't in the mood to bandy pleasantries. I'll go fetch you a drink, Miss Shea. Well, thank you. Miss Duffy, did you say this was Archie the Wolf? Why? He's about as passionate as Guy Kibbe. <laughs> You said you liked him cold. Well, I do, but this one's dead. <laughs> if I could revive him a little, I think he might be my type. Well, why don't you be subtle about it? Subtle? Yeah. Pull up your dress a little and show him your legs. <laughs> might be a good idea. Is this high enough? A little higher. Yeah, that's better. Well, here's your drink. That'll be... Miss Shea, your stocking has a run in it. The <laughs> man done lost the will to live. Holds the dice, makes his point, and then don't pick up the money. <laughs> Miss Duffy, what am I going to do with him? Maybe if you sang a song, it might warm him up. Oh, it might work. Archie, would you like to hear me sing? If it gives you pleasure, go ahead. <laughs> Lousy Christmas card. How much would it have cost the guy? One lousy Christmas card. Beyond the busy highway, beyond the city strife, we highly treasure and take great pleasure in our playing away. Who's lucky? Few the fuss and a fight. Sometimes it gets to be exciting. Don't like them ornery neighbors down by the creek. We'll be plumb out of neighbors next week. Grandma, poor old grandma. Why'd they have to shoot poor grandma? She lies neath the clover. Someone caught her bending over, picking up a daisy few, a fussing and a fight. This is a wrong that needs a right. Let's get that funeral service over, so then we'll go few and fighting again. Neighborly people, peaceful and sweet, all except when we happen to meet. Daughter, baby daughter, poisoned all the neighbors' chickens. Daughter, shouldn't daughter, least till she could run like the dickens. They hit her with a shovel, few, a fighting and a thousand. No use of standing here a-cussing 
Let's give our daughter a pistol now that she's four and go feel and fighting some more. Fighting, a fussing, and a feuding. Why did that sheriff keep intruding? He was a curious critter, yuppie was swell. It's a shame he was pushed down the well. Water, the well water. The doggone stuff don't taste like it order. Look here, city slicker. That's why we all drink corn liquor. It's better with the shoes off you. A fussin' and a fightin'. This ain't no corner you can brighten. Polish the shootin' iron more. I'm gettin' a yen to go feudin'. A fussin', a feudin' and a fussin' How did you like... Hey, where'd he go? Back in the back room again. Well, I like that. Uh, oh, uh, oh, hello, Mr. Finnegan. Uh, Miss Say, this is Mr. Finnegan. Well, it's not much, but at least it's something to talk to. <laughs> uh, do you mind if I sit next to you, Mr. Finnegan? It's a free country. Oh, no. <laughs> not another one. What's the matter? Don't you like me? Oh, come see, come shut. <laughs> well, maybe you could learn to like me. I doubt it. <laughs> well, you could try. Would you like to kiss me? I would not. <laughs> would you like to put your arm around me? No, I wouldn't. Would you like to hold my hand? Certainly not. Would you like to breathe on a mirror? Why? Just checking. Look, Jesse, you're waking your time. I ain't in the mood. Well, then maybe we can be friends. I, friends? Don't mention a word to me. I had a friend once. Friendship. What a hollow mockery. Wait. Wait a minute, what goes on here, anyway? No, don't feel too bad, Miss Shea. Ain't nothing you've done. See, it's just that Mr. Finnegan and Mr. Archer are very old friends, and they sort of had a misunderstanding. Oh, that's it. Oh, well, maybe we can straighten it out. Archie. What do you want? Come here a minute. Now, why don't you stop this nonsense and shake hands with your old friend here? That skunk? <laughs> Tell him to go soak his head. Uh, wait a minute, you better not. I think it's shrunk enough already. <laughs> well, then, Fennigan, you shake hands with Archie. To open my dead body. <laughs> what other kind of you got? Meaning what? Meaning any way you want to take it. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Don't change the subject. <laughs> 
as I'm concerned, you can get out of here now and never darken my door again. Well, I can take a hint. And this time I'm not coming back. Eddie, you can mail me me sweatshirt and sneakers. Oh, now, Mr. Too late to argue, Eddie. It's all over. Goodbye, everybody but Archie. Now, just a second, boys. Is this the way to act at this time of the year? Well... When friends everywhere will be gathering together, drinking toasts to one another? Well, uh, I didn't start it, did I? Well, did I? Now, please, stop and think for a minute. How are you old friends going to feel New Year's Eve? New Year's Eve, when the clock strikes 12 and everybody else is standing around with their arms around each other singing, Should old acquaintance be forgot? <laughs> And never brought to mind <laughs> Good old acquaintance <laughs> Dorothy, cut it out, will you? Look, Finnegan. Uh, yeah, Arch. Finnegan, I want to tell you something. What is it? I've been a heel. Well, Arch, you was only acting natural. <laughs> I know, but calling you skunk and saying your head was shrunken. If you had another hole in your head, you could rent yourself out as a bowling ball. Oh, you didn't say that. Oh, did I miss one? <laughs> Believe me, I had plenty of good reason. After all, you rolled this friend and you, you didn't even send me a Christmas card. Oh, I didn't send you a card. You mean you didn't send me a card? I didn't send you a card? No. What are you talking? I even gave it to you to mail it. Dodge, oh, you're crazy. Who's crazy? I remember you put it in your pocket right there. Oh, this pocket? I get the... Well, what do you know? <laughs> it's still there. And look at... Look at what's right next to it. What? The Christmas card that I was going to send you. Well, holy cow. You mean we've been making this whole tempest out of a tea kettle? <laughs> Let me see the card you were sending me. Well, Arch, uh, I couldn't afford a regular Christmas card, so it's just a picture of me as a baby. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, ain't that cute. <laughs> On a bearskin rug, too. <laughs> uh, must have been a little cold laying there in your Groton, wasn't you? <laughs> To tell you the truth, Arch, I don't remember. Oh. Let's see. He says, Merry Christmas. Uh, who wrote that for you? My mother. Uh, that's nice. Yeah. And look where she wrote Merry and where she wrote Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Both sides of your face. <laughs> Ain't you going to read the card that I sent to you? Oh, are you kidding? Oh, sorry. I'll read it to you. Uh, Incidentally, I, uh, I made up the poem myself. Oh, well, that makes it twice as sweet. Yeah. yeah. It says, to my dear friend Finnegan. That's the most beautiful poem I ever heard. <laughs> That's only the title. Oh, oh, oh. The poem goes like this. Yeah. Now that Christmas is once again at our throats, 
I think of our friendship, so pure that it floats. <laughs> Would twere that I had riches to buy you a present, but alas, dear friend, I am naught but a penniless pheasant. <laughs> and then look at this. It says, love your oldest friend. Watch. Kiss me. <laughs> Leave us not overdo it. <laughs> but I must say that it's a load up me, mind, Finnegan, yeah. to know that we're friends again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm beginning to feel a little more like me old self. Hey, hey, wait a minute. Miss Shay, let me take another look at you, honey. Archie, why are you staring at me like that? I don't know. It's funny. I'm looking at you like I'm seeing you for the first time, kid. You're looking at me like it's the first time you've seen anybody. <laughs> and, honey, that's the way I'm feeling. Come here. Let me take another gander at them legs. <laughs> well, it's nice to have him home again. Say, friend, have you tried Benex yet? B-E-N-E-X. What's Benex? Benex is a new brushless wonder shave. Come now, is Benex really different? Just listen. In addition to the usual advantages, Benex brushless gives you three big extras. First, Benex brushless gives extra easy shaves. Its special beard softening formula makes your beard one-fifth water. Second, Benex brushless is extra smooth, lighter. So different, it rinses off your razor instantly. How about comfort? Benex brushless brings you extra comfort. A special aftershaving action that leaves your face feeling wonderful. See for yourself. Benex Brushless. Try it. It's time now to leave Duffy's Tavern for this evening, but let's meet here again next Wednesday when our guest will be Desi Arnaz. Duffy's Tavern is brought to you by Vitalis for well-groomed hair and Truchet, the hand lotion with the beforehand extra. Each Wednesday, Bristol Myers brings you Duffy's Tavern and Mr. District Attorney, which follows immediately over most of these stations. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.